Welcome to the Pick Truth Podcast, where we read confessions that people send us or that we find online and rate them based on their level of heat. The truth can range from a bell pepper to a Carolina Reaper. A bell pepper is a very mild truth. A poblano is a truth that can irritate others. A jalapeno is spicy. A Thai chili has me judging you very hard. The Reaper is a truth that you should take to your deathbed. Listen, laugh, and learn what happens. When the only option you have left is to pick truth. Welcome back to another episode of Pick Truth. I'm your host, Dr. Vicki Harris. I'm here with my co-host. Lamont and Hearn Jr. And we're here to bring the heat. It's been another week. Ah, oh my goodness, we are almost in March. We, we're... Uh, we're heading into the third month of the, of 2022. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's just me, but I feel like it's on fast forward. Absolutely. It's absolutely on fast forward. Or skipping or something's going on. I blinked and it was just the new year. Yeah. So the day that we happen to be recording is my oldest child's seventh birthday. Yes, I was made a mother today. Uh, he is such a ham. It is ridiculous. We did throw a party. Last count, there were 22 children at the party and their parents. Some had masks, some didn't. Looks like they're, everybody's still in class this week. So, <laughs> But it was fun. It was easy. We did it at a bowling alley. We gave them all the money. They did everything. All we had to do was bring cupcakes and they supplied the pizza and yeah, it was fun. It was, it, I like to do, um, what is those things called? Games for the adults. And I, listen, listen, I, I don't care how many kids you got. Your kid's birthday party is boring. Yeah. Quit, quit making people who don't have kids feel obligated to come. You need to tell them like, you don't have to come. Um, listen, we all going to be there. You can come if you want to, you are invited. But if you like, I don't really want to be around kids running around screaming, holler at me when y'all about to cut the cake. I respect it. Uh, fair. I think that's very fair. The kid parties are boring. So Terrible. we have had a game where it made the parents talk to each other and ask each other questions. And uh, you could win a $25 prize. Hmm. So I would like to make a public announcement about this, this situation. <laughs> The true winner of the game was indeed Lamont's wife. I will give her all credit. She actually won, but I told her she couldn't win. You know why? Because you're not shy. That was it. <laughs> and I had something for her in the car, so and which was more valuable than the than the actual prize. And so I like that's your prize. <laughs> I love you. We're going to give it to somebody else. You know, she's been um, she's been on this tear for the past couple of years of going to baby showers and parties, winning these like adult games to the point where um, she went to a baby shower. And I think someone had kind of made it where there was like stipulations. You can only win so many times because she was kind of clearing out people. So that seems to be her wheelhouse for some reason. You know, she is extremely competitive. Yeah. I Don't thought say. I was competitive. I'm just loud. That's what it is. I, I get more attention because I'm loud and I change the energy in the room. Yeah, You could be having a horrible day. And if I want you to be having a great day, give me 10 minutes. You're pretty good at shifting it. 
you 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 be having such a good time, you too mad. Like, you know, <laughs> like dang it. I want to be angry. But anyway, I will just say publicly, shout out to the the winner. I did not let her get the grand prize. I wanted it to be somebody different. And she was gracious enough to to uh to to allow up that without feeling like, nah, I want my prize and start knocking <laughs> over bowling pins. <laughs> That would have been fun. Especially in that little room. Yeah, it was a small room. Like, yeah. I, I'm going to be real tight. Talk. Like, that could have been a super spreader event. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to say that I wanted it to be. It, it had the makings. Of it one. had the The entire bowling alley was already sold out. Yeah. People were coming in, waiting in line. They were told, oh, it's another hour, it's a two-hour wait. Which is crazy. Right. We were like one of two birthday parties that was going on. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it could have been a very much <laughs> a super spreader event. Like they, and then the bowling, it was really terrible. It was tragic. I wouldn't call it bowling. I would call it they taking balls from each other and throwing them. Havoc. It was havoc, but it was fun havoc. Yeah. So I felt no need for me to intervene. We could have gone and made everybody sit, take turns, and but they really looked like they were content. Yeah. For some of them, this is the first school friend birthday party they've had. Wow. Because yep. kindergartners didn't do anything last year. Mm-hmm. And for my child, at least, this is the first birthday party invite that has gone out. And I just realized that they've always been like the the crew. They've been really specific. Wow. So yeah, this I didn't is, think about that. Yeah. So he had 10 kids from his class come. Which was great. Uh, it was nice to meet the parents. Some of them, we've actually going to get play dates. So I'm excited about that because I want my children to be able to kind of open up and meet other people and see how other people do things. Because, you know, we they have a myopic point of view. They only look at what goes home. That was a long winded. Oh, 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 one more thing. One more thing. I met my new best friend today. Yes, at work. I will not tell her name. It begins with a V, but if she ever listens to this, I'm telling you, she's going to be my new best friend. I'm starting a, a, a group called The Cookout. Have you ever heard of the Good Old Boys Club? Yeah, of course. Okay, so The Cookout is the uh, the antithesis of that, the opposite. Mm. And so I'm, I'm starting a cookout. Like That is going to be my nomenclature for a network of opportunities for marginalized folks. And I say marginalized because I don't want it to be limited to people of color. And I don't want it to be limited to just women. And I don't marginalize. And who gets to decide what's marginalized? We do. We do. We get to decide as a as a group of friends or a group of individuals, would you recommend recommend this person? You know, are they being overlooked because they have dreadlocks or mm. because, you know, because they are homosexual mm. or because of some arbitrary thing that we, we can feel, but we can't identify. Right, right, right. So, yeah, I'm starting to cook out. So, so anyway, I met. Okay. Uh, so anyway, so I'm bridging all of these lovely connections. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, there was somebody like, oh, there's somebody you should meet. So-and-so. I met them today. It was like I met my best friend. I mm-hmm. kid you not. Like, we have known each other forever. 
first time I've ever talked to this human being in my life. I text her this afternoon, this evening was like, I just want you to know, I had to tell my husband that we are best friends. She's like, oh, she started laughing like, it's okay. You're good. Cause I ain't gonna let you go either. Like, okay, you go ahead and call me bestie. It was like, I found my kindred spirit mm. to some degree. Like I have a very peculiar way that I think it mm. is very unique. It is. But to hear someone else that, that, it's like, oh my goodness, yes. Yeah, to almost have a twin flame, if you will. Yes. Oh my goodness. So yes, hopefully she will be my best friend. And one day she'll hear this and say, oh, I can't believe you put it in there, best friend. I'm like, yes, best friend, I did. And somebody's going to be looking at us like, I can't stand you. You're making me sick. And I'm like, yay. But anyway, <laughs> that has been my week and my day. And that was long-winded. How about you? For me, this week has been kind of interesting, but also bittersweet. Both my children are playing basketball. And uh, for those who know me, I've played basketball all my life. And I initially didn't want my son to play because I had these preconceived notions that were placed upon me for it and didn't really want him to go through those, not realizing that this is something that brings him genuine joy. But the reason why it's bittersweet is because the season's almost over. It's funny, my daughter's playing as well. And for those, especially in the crew who know my daughter and for those who just know my daughter, my daughter is very lanky. She's very lanky and it's taking it's taken her a while to kind of get used to herself. She kind of reminds me, and I mean this as sweet as possible, as a giraffe sometimes. Like, you know, when you see a baby giraffe, they kind of fumble over themselves a little bit. But then when you see them as they finally get it, you see their stride is getting really good. And so um, Saturday, the, we're, they both play. Uh, they have games about three hours apart. My son's team wins their game like 28 to 6. He scores a bunch. His teammates are scoring a bunch. Everybody's playing really well. I'm very proud. But to an extent, I expect that out of him because I've seen him gravitate towards that. So we go into this game and before the game's even played, we're um, driving around kind of taking care of some things because, like I said, there's a three hour window before my daughter's game. And she tells me that she wants to play again next year. The start of the season, she went to a practice or two, played a couple games and she said, I think I'm done. She said, I'm going to finish the season, but I think I'm finished. But she tells me now she wants to keep playing. So she's out there. And for those uh, who don't know, they were, they're playing a two, three defense. So for those who don't know, I'll make it really quick. Two, three defense is where your two guards, those are your smaller players are in the front. Your three in the back are near the rim. Right. So she's back there. She's playing defense. And one thing I've been telling her is I'm like, you got to stay in your position. Keep your arms out. You want to make sure the offensive player, which is the person who's trying to get the ball, doesn't get in front of you. She's doing this so well without touching the other player that the other player gets mad and pushes her. My daughter is a very sensitive person. You know this. Like you and her have a very close relationship. You know this. She's a very sensitive person. So when it happens, my wife, mama bears, gets a little tight, but we're sitting there and I kind of look and, you know, I want to say something. I'm trying to get my wife calm, but it doesn't get too crazy. My daughter goes and tells the ref because the ref kind of asks what happens. But my daughter says it's fine. They go over there. She goes sit down. The game starts back up. I see her out there gritting her teeth. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, she's mouthing something, but she's not getting angry. It's like she's getting pumped up. So anyone who's seen Dragon Ball Z, you see Goku and them and they start moving and you see that yellow emotion come around them and everything. And she's 
mouthing something, but she keeps going and she just keeps going. And her team wins. I think it was maybe 24 to eight, 24 to 10, something like that. Now, this same team they played had beaten them really bad, maybe a week before. And she was she was upset with how she played. So when she comes over to me and I'm talking to her, I said, Evelyn, what were you saying? She said, I kept saying I'm a wild animal. My baby. See? I, it's my baby. I she could be saying anything. I, you know what? You're right. She could have been like, I'm going to kill her later. And I'm like, that's my baby. You would have ran with it. And this, this is true for anybody who knows Vicky, especially my wife, will attest to this. My daughter can basically almost do no wrong in Vicky's eyes. This little girl came over and she said, I'm a wild animal. I said, You're a wild animal. She said, Yeah. She said, She pushed me. And I just was ready. She said, I was not going to let her get the ball. And I said, and you didn't. She said, yeah, I didn't. And walked off. I had to kind of clutch myself a little bit. I felt a little nervous. I felt a little proud right now. Yeah. I was so proud. my girl. Y'all don't know. Y'all, listen, listen. That is my girl. Like, she really, she can do wrong. (laughs) I just don't see it. That's my girl. I, that makes me so proud of her. Yeah. Like it, it's it's really weird. It's gonna sound really weird because she's kind of a pushover because yeah. the boys just push her over yeah. right now. I mean, and she lets it happen. Yeah. Uh but for her to stand up for herself, yeah. like we already know she's smart. You know, she can do whatever. Yeah. But showing that I'm a wild animal, like that's my yo, <laughs> I just want to put that on a show. <laughs> that is, that's my girl. Like that's it. That's I make she makes me my board. She's <laughs> yeah, I have a board in my little office and it has like these important sayings, but I'm a wild animal. Like she like yes, right. Oh man, I got hype. Like I'm hype. Um that is the best story ever. You just made my day. And I had a great day because I met my best friend today. Yeah. My newest best friend. Right. And by the way, for all my other best friends out there. This does not diminish you. <laughs> Y'all know that. I'm glad you put that disclaimer out there. Well, I was like, my, you got a list. My relationships are my relationships. Seriously. Like, it's almost like everybody's the best friend. Everyone has something that they they help me grow from and learn from. And, you know, it, you're one of my best friends. So it is. And, Likewise. And so it's, it's uh, it doesn't take away, but. She my best friend, y'all. <laughs> Just gonna have to put it out there. But okay, uh, I'm a wild animal. Will be added to my board because it, it's I it's the power behind it. Like I could feel how pumped up she was. You want me to tell her to put it up? You, you want me to tell her to make it for you? She'll draw it for you. I know. I'll just add it to my board. Like, oh, to that one. Yeah, okay. really. I'll, I'll add it to my board. And those are the things I say to help okay. me. Yeah, yeah. To I help me be. Uh-uh, right there. I'm, oh, she wants to make me one. Yeah, she'll make you one. Yes. Okay. She will make my artboard too. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's go ahead and get this party started. So I'm gonna, I got my first one here. It's a doozy. Okay. I'm kind of, I'm kind of. Yeah, nervous. yeah. Y'all, y'all, you should take pause. <sighs> okay. I found out that my husband is storing sealed jars of his diarrhea. I only found this out a few hours ago, and I'm not sure how to deal with this. So any help or advice is appreciated. 
While cleaning out the kitchen pantry, I, a 24 female, was dusting a top shelf, which I can't see on top of, and noticed the clanging of jars up there. So I got out the stepladder, and up there is 14 jars filled to the brim with diarrhea and sealed with lids. The consistency in the jars range from brown water to thick black sludge, like a mixture of blended slugs. And the jars are arranged in order from most watery to most viscous. I only know it's diarrhea in the jars because I made the mistake of opening and out the stench is unmistakably the same as what he leaves behind in the bathroom. The smell was so bad, I can still feel it burning in the back of my throat. I only live with my husband, and he has grim and gruesome IBSD, but it's I'm just at a loss of words. So as to why he would put poop into jars and seal it and keep it. Do I tell him what I found or do I just get rid of the jars? You leave him. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, okay. That is not what I was expecting. Okay. So I don't know how you present that to a therapist, <laughs> but I feel like therapy is needed. Slugs, viscous, watery, <clears throat> top shelf. She opened it. Trigger words for me. Mm. Action words, whatever someone wants to use. I was not expecting that. <clears throat> Would you ever tell anyone that your wife had jars of poo on the bottom shelf? Because I'm just going <laughs> to reverse the height situation. Would you ever tell anyone? How would you, you know, just that as the secret, what would you rate that? That's, man, that's a reaper. I'm not, I'm not telling that. Like, I'm, cause like, that's my wife. And like, so, you know, people say that thing, like when, when you see her, you see me. Like, I feel like that's a, also a representation of me. Like if I'm just living, like I'm comfortable with these jars of deuce. At, at different levels. And as you said, on the bottom shelf. Yeah, no, man, that's a reaper. I feel like you have to take that to your deathbed because I don't know how I could tell anyone who I knew. Please don't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> there are limits to... And, you know, I'm TMI. Everybody knows. I am very TMI because whatever. Right. It, whatever. Whatever. But don't tell me that because I got questions. Yeah, that's, yeah. And then for her, okay, okay, so what, what What would you do? If, if I found it? Yeah, what would you do? Well, first thing, I wouldn't open it. I don't, I don't feel like I need to open it. Like, I feel like if I see that, there's no part of me that goes, hmm, what could that be? Is that corn? <laughs> <laughs> Is she growing corn? Yeah. I thought corn grew on... Yeah. I would probably agree. I'm not going to open it. And then I'm really upset that I even touched the jar. Yeah. What if one was still warm? It means it was fresh. That just made my stomach turn a little bit. Oh, I'm so sorry. We probably had to put a warning on this one. <laughs> um, but what would you do? 
Okay, I'm a communicator. I I like to sit down and communicate with, with with my wife. I try to communicate. So for me, I would probably I would have a two pronged plan. Okay. And I almost say attack because it sounds like I'm trying to come at her, and I'm not. I would have a two pronged plan. I would have a picture like this because I don't really need to see it, but I'm gonna take a picture so I can have evidence if I can't figure out the right words. My first instinct would be to say, hey, so I was cleaning and I found something that I feel like we need to discuss. (laughs) I would then give her the opportunity to come clean. Ew. And if she chose not to, I would attempt to get and go, hey, listen, I understand it's probably awkward. Imagine how I felt finding it. Can we have this conversation? It doesn't need to get out of hand. But if she, I guess, still didn't feel the need to communicate, I would then proceed to pull up the picture and go, this is what I found. Now, can we talk about this? Man, that's a way long effort because it, it's just so much easier. I'm going to give you the two-way scenario. <laughs> I'm scared. If I found jars full of diarrhea that my husband had created, I would call him and be like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) Why do you have jars of shit on a shelf? Like, is this for the doctor? Like, let me understand what's going on. Wasn't this in the kitchen, too? Yeah. So so I'm just trying to figure out. Like, I'm just going straight. I ain't got time for... (laughs) No, what what is this? Because now let me give you... And I'll let him explain, and then we can figure it out from there. Right. My husband, on the other hand, my husband stumbles across 14 jars of shit. He's changing the locks and putting me out. <laughs> I'm not joking. He's somewhere listening to this podcast right now and shaking his head like, yep. Yeah. We He would not be able to survive that. We put our oatmeal in those jars. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we, we do overnight oats in those jars. Why are you got these jars filled with poop? So I would rate this a reaper as well. There's no reason to tell anyone this unless it's the therapist to get you the help you need to recover or to get them the help they need. Because you don't need 14 jars. I feel like one's excessive, but 14 is extreme. But I know like sometimes you have to do stool samples and, you know, I've, I've, I've had to do stool samples. Right, right. But 14 like jars, canning jars of samples, for and then and, and then you got a like a rainbow, like <laughs> you know, like you put them in a pattern, like oh this is a this is a an ombre, like an ombre effect, <laughs> like that, that. That's the wrong rainbow. <laughs> <gasps> so yeah, absolutely a reaper. Yeah. And what would I do? Yeah, I'd just straight up call. Like what's what's going on because then like she's like the question should I throw it away and not he gonna notice his collection's gone like I'm just saying he gonna know his collection is gone could you what what if he likes to put flashlights on him at night and something and he goes up where it's gone like how and he's gonna pretend like your marriage is dead yeah it's over wait a minute so you gonna throw the jars away he don't go look for the jar cause I don't know why cause he puts them in order like uh, next <laughs> he time clearly you go they gonna have some type of different design I don't know it's like a pattern situation going on like it's a code every day <laughs> so you have <laughs> this young man over here I don't know I, yeah I don't know I, it's 
it. Yeah, no, that's so. My other thought: How do you? These are jars, and it's diarrhea. <sighs> diarrhea has an explosive tendency. That's what I'm saying. You didn't smell it. Like, you got 14 jars. Like, is he cleaning? Like, it's so much. It's so. The cleanup's got to be crazy. The, it, I don't understand how you even getting it in the jars properly. Like, have you ever tried to pee in a cup in your analysis? Like, I, now I got to pee. I've got to defecate in a jar. I'm sorry, y'all. This is really potty humor. Hard. I, but it's not humorous. Like, or it's softy. Like, people. Listen, people are weird. Yeah. Yeah, I'm calling that one out. That's if I could have a sound effect of like weird shit, that is just weird. That's suspicious. That's weird. I hope there's a valid reason. I'm just going to believe in the universe that it's a stool sample and you misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> not not that type of misunderstanding. <laughs> it's misunderstood. They told you to keep track for 14 days. And you just, you were supposed to write it was clear, it was viscous, it was this. You were supposed to keep track of it, not actually capture it in a jar. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm out here giving misunderstanding. It was a misunderstanding. 14 days, that much diarrhea, that different? Because she didn't say poop. I know he's... 14 days straight of diarrhea going from the most watery to slug-like. Like... Hey, you know, he was trying to keep track. Listen, I'm listen, I'm out here trying to do God's work. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to keep a family together. But here's the thing. I'm wondering if I tell people why we broke up. <laughs> so, so, bro, what happened? Like, you know, was it infidelity? Was it, you know, in regress? I would, you know, did she do something? Like, shit, man. And he was like, no, no, well, what happened? Like, no. Shit. What? what do you mean, Dara? Bro, like, you know, like, listen, shit times 14. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> In all different variants. Why do you keep asking me? I just said it. So, anyway, but anyway, that's pretty ignorant. And, but, uh, yeah. So, what truth do you have for us this week? All right. So, my truth is titled I am 32 and I still sometimes climb my stairs on all fours like I'm a tiger. I admit not all tigers need to climb stairs and telling the tiger would use only his two legs, not four. But you know that stair climb you would do when you were about four years old, down on all fours and climbing, alternating legs like a feline? Sometimes I still do that and it makes me feel so happy. I may also be a little drunk. See, that's a cute one. That that really did offset the 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 ish at the beginning of this. Uh, yeah. It's a bell pepper, and I think it's beautiful. One, I resonate with the, the I'm a wild animal. Like, it's, it's, I'm about to take that whole mantra. I'm a wild animal. <laughs> I, I, listen, I learn from kids all the time. But think about it. Like, I get up. Sometimes when I'm on the floor, guys, I do a 72-touch get up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Those are a lot. I know. It's like right arm, right foot, left arm, right arm, <laughs> lean on something, left pull up. It, it's a thing, you know. It's a seventy-two touch pickup. Get up. Um, I'm not spry. I got knee problems. It's it's it's, it's, a, it's a it's a thing. I'll be down there crisscross applesauce with the kids. Then it's like, all right, let me go on up. And I got a like, let me get over. It's like a it's a thing. But sorry, I keep getting us off track because <laughs> yeah, I need some rest. 
What was I saying? I really didn't forget. <laughs> you were comparing your 72 get up to the... Going up the stairs. Yes. Yes. There, I can understand. And if you like it and it's not hurting anybody, and if you're drunk, because there have been times I've had to crawl up the stairs drunk. There have been times I've had to cr- sit on my butt and go up backwards <laughs> slowly because I just didn't... Oh, that was... Is that just me? Was, no, 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 no. I think just you. But uh, I, I think that's cool. It's cute. I, I might try to do that tonight. Maybe I'll be like, Annie, I'm an animal. Come on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to ask him about the, the jar yeah, tonight because yeah, uh, that would ruin all the mood. Yeah. That would ruin any mood. Any mood. Yeah. Like, what would you do if it was in our closet? I'm oh, sorry. Sorry. I went to the wrong, wrong thing. So yeah, <laughs> bell pepper. Right. For sure. Yeah. I think it's a, it's cute though. It, yeah. it, I wish we could all do more things from our childhood. I would uh, eat some honeysuckles and throw milk duds. That's what I would do. Mm. Like that is just, I wish I could have a honey. Maybe I get a honeysuckle bush and then like teach my kids how to suck honeysuckles. Cause like real talk back when I was a kid in the eighties. Yes. People. Early 90s, you could eat honeysuckles and be fine. These days, you might get fit now on them honeysuckles. <laughs> nope. Nah. I mean, nah. You know, don't mess with them. Let's get we cultivate our own honeysuckles and keep it moving. I ain't messing God, with man, it. that was so fun back in the day. I remember, yeah, I remember doing that a lot. Yeah, I might get a honeysuckle bush. I like to plant stuff and have my husband take care of it. That's just, <laughs> that's really what happens. And he's probably shaking his head yes. And he'll be like, no, you said you're not going to get anything this year. And I'm like, let's get a honeysuckle bunch and we can give it to Lamont's daughter because that's my girl. And it's for her. It's for her, please. <laughs> please. No. <laughs> get the boys in on that hilt. That's three against one. I know. They, they, they love their cousins. Yeah. None of them understand they're not biologically cousins. Right. And one day they may understand it uh, or not or care because, you know, but they love their cousins. And it's always our cousins going to be here. Like, yes. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. We're getting the questions on the other side the whole time. Is that where we're going? No, we're going to the grocery store. We need food. Well, then can we go after? No, we need to take the food home. Because Don't let you call. Don't let you call my wife. Oh, immediately. Every single time. So, yes. Yeah. But what would you rate it? Um, I would rate it a bell pepper, too. The reason why I picked that one, actually, is I saw a post on social media today where someone had made a comment about we, we shouldn't tell people who are adults that they shouldn't indulge in things that they enjoy when they were kids. Because a lot of times, by the time we're at an age, we're finally at an age where we can afford to do it or be into it. They were talking about whether it was comics or cosplay or video games or reading books or whatever it may be. And I, and it made me think about this truth and how I was like, how, the, how much they connect is like, as adults, we spend so much time trying to create this, perfect image of what an adult's supposed to be. You're supposed to be serious and always focused on your job and doing all these things like crossing all your T's and dotting all your I's and all these different things to make sure you're on it. And it made me think it was like, well, no, sometimes you really have to 
connect with that kid inside of you and just find that joyous place. Even if it's as simple as you being this guy who's climbing up the stairs like a tiger, if you enjoy eating food and it makes you dance, if it makes you hum, like that's <laughs> it's it's no but it's a true thing though we're giving uh Lamont two points for that <laughs> everyone that knows us personally is dying right now <laughs> two points Thank actually you. three points there i had to give you three pointer for that one but but it's true it's one of those things like there's times where my wife catches me dancing and it's just me being in a joyous moment or I'm just singing around. It's like just pure joy. And I, I, I loved it because it was like, man, sometimes as adults, we kind of remove that part of our lives because we feel like there's so much other stuff on us. And then we don't realize why sometimes we feel so burned out. It's like you have to take that time sometimes. We've both talked about it, you know, obviously not on the show as much, but we've talked about it, about just sometimes being present in whatever our kids are doing, whatever silliness they're doing, just being in it because it, you kind of can feel that levity in the moment and just being like, oh man, that was just fun just because it made no sense. There was no true adult, I guess, value to it. But as far as just pure enjoyment, it was, you know, immeasurable. So yeah, that's why I like that. I think it's an interesting concept that, Oftentimes there are things we couldn't afford or do, and it does feel like there's a stigma if we want to kind of live in that space. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's fair. I I barely know what I want. Mm. And I'm at a point in my life where I realize I can have anything that I believe. And I, I say that to everyone that can hear my voice. You can have anything you believe you can have. Mm. It's not what you know. It's not what you think. It's what you believe. Hmm. Belief is stronger than what you know. Case in point, you could see somebody do something dead wrong. You could see it and be like, I can't even believe it. Hmm. And they can explain it to you. Like, all right, yeah, yeah. I didn't see what I thought I saw. Right. No, you saw it. <laughs> yeah. But you can't believe, believe it. Yeah. It is so unfathomable that this thing can occur, even if you see it and hear it. Nah, it didn't happen. That is what life is like. That is how we operate. Those who. OK, so I'm going to get on my preacher. I don't care. I might have said this before. Ugh. The way that I see it, it's if you you know a thing, you think a thing, you believe a thing. To know something means you have firsthand experience. Mm. I know that uh, Lamont has on a shirt that looks like he got like cappuccinos. It's, I don't know. Is that white and gray? Has a shirt on with a collar. <laughs> <laughs> I know he has that on. Right. I witnessed it. I know at this exact moment in time where Lamont is. I, I know. I'm not speculating. Right. My husband thinks he knows where Lamont is based on logic, based on past experience, based on what we have told him. He thinks he knows where he's at. And so does his wife. I, but I can guarantee it because I know where he's at. Mm -hmm. But OK, you, so you know is firsthand knowledge. 
thought process is you're learning based on experience. You learned. So, you know, if his wife asked, well, where were you at at this exact time? Well, one, I was recording and that's that's there. And uh, Vicky saw me and uh, Anthony saw me come in and, you know, was on camera. Then when I left, like, you know, exactly where I was at all times, you know, if we needed to be that. Right, right, right. That specific. But. They think you're here and they're operating with that. And and it's the same as if they know Mm. because we operate within that truth. But to believe a thing is a little different. It would be far more believable that we are in my basement in the studio doing this than for us to say, oh, yeah, we record it. But we record it at the Palace Theater. Mm. Right. I guess you. I know it. I can't believe you when you say that. Yeah. It's because of all of these things. But if, but if all of my other friends who may not know what time it is and where we are, and we told them that we recorded and this night in the basement, they would believe it. They yeah. didn't see it. They don't know knowledge of it, but they believe it because we produce a episode every week. Mm-hmm. We ask them for their advice. You know, it's, it's, yeah. But they would believe it. They have no knowledge. So the further away you get from the actual firsthand experience, the deeper your belief is. Mm. That's heavy. So I don't know. I didn't know what I wanted. I haven't experienced enough. Hmm. And as a kid, we might not have had opportunities to have whatever it is that we want. And and while I'm not saying you can go be the captain of your football team right. in high school, that's over. But if you want to be a brownie and dress up with my own little pony, do it. If you want to go to every anime convention from here to Shai Hong, I have no idea where that was. We'll keep it, though. I like that. Okay. If that's what you want to do, go. Do it. Have fun. Like, who gets to decide what's okay and what's not? Mm. If you want a LARP, which is live action role playing, go do it. I'm I'm into letterboxing. I like letterboxing. It's now geocaching. That really is aging me. Letterboxing is really aging me. But that was before geocaching existed. Yeah. So I'm just simply saying that anytime that we try to prevent people from enjoying who they are, as long as you're not hurting yourself or someone else. Right. So I was like, you know, let's be within the realms of reality. Right. Like, Don't oh, go to the extreme. Like, can I push pins into you? Like, no, <laughs> let's not push pins into strangers. Let's not. Let's, feel, not, let's not do it to people we know. Either. Yeah, like, I feel good that's about what it. what they want. Like, I like it. Like, no. No. Right. You can go get some jars. You can go do that. But do not. No, we're not doing that. But, you know, let people be people. Let them grow. Let them be great and all the other good fun stuff. So that's my opinion. (laughs) But I think it does it for this week's episode of Pick Truth. If you haven't done so already, message us at picktruthmail at post.com and tell us your confession. If you're interested in being on the show, let us know. We also love when other people send us confessions. So don't ha- don't worry. Send us anything you find if you think it'd be great for the show. Um, Lamont, you got anything? Yeah. Please don't forget to rate and review us wherever you subscribe. We appreciate all of our listeners and uh, those who have actually given us any feedback. Uh, keep continuing to do so. And if you haven't, reach on out. Um, other than that, that's all I got. All right. Catch you next time. Later. We can't pick truth without you. Send us your truths at picktruthmail at post.com to see if you can bring the heat. <laughs>